Hello and welcome to the Stand Up Marketing Podcast, where in each episode we'll be showcasing and exploring a different area of tech marketing. We'll be talking with experts who share their experience, insights, and most importantly, provide you practical ideas that can be applied to your marketing strategy today. Tech marketing continues to evolve at a tremendous pace. It's often misunderstood and has a habit of taking itself too seriously. So join us as we tackle those issues and reveal what works, what doesn't, and how marketing drives revenue growth in tech. Welcome to the Stand Up Marketing Podcast. My name is Richard Wright and in this episode we're going to be exploring TikTok, which last year became the world's most downloaded app. It's not just the preserve of kids to record themselves singing and dancing. Data shows that actually under 50% of active users are under the age of 29 and you've got to remember that there are well over a billion active users and where you've got those kind of numbers there's got to be an opportunity for SaaS marketing. Uh, We're joined by an expert today who's uniquely well placed to discuss this topic. Mike Manzi has been working in software leading sales teams for a number of years but more recently uh, over the last couple of years he's built up his own following on TikTok to the point where he's been able to ditch the day job and focus entirely on his own business of giving sales leadership and providing sales coaching and tips. In this episode, Mike and I discuss the opportunities for SaaS brands on TikTok, how to boost engagement and make the algorithm work for you and also the mistakes to avoid when setting it up. Mike has also been kind enough to put together a document which documents a lot of what we talk about uh, in this show and really provides a framework and a roadmap to building a healthy following on TikTok. So let's get to it. Mike, thanks for uh, for joining us today. Could you first of all, can you introduce yourself and just sort of share the story of how you built a, a business for yourself on TikTok? Yeah, so uh, my name is Mike, and I do sales coaching, fractional sales VP work, as well as leadership coaching. And the way that I built my business on TikTok is a year ago, 2021, a friend of mine posted on TikTok. She got a couple of leads. She did photography, and I was like, I can do this better than you. So I was like, I'm going to post for a couple of days, see what happens. And uh, within a month, I had somebody call me and say, I want to buy whatever it is that you sell. I charged them $10,000. They paid happily. And then from there, I said, that's it. I'm just going to keep posting content on TikTok. And it took me a while to realize what I was actually creating was trust and celebrity, which made for um, a company with only one employee, a huge and wonderful marketing and sales channel all in one. So um, for the last year, I've now worked with over 600 companies to be able to help them grow, create, or fix their sales team. That's amazing. And am I right in saying that effectively what started as a side hustle has become the full-time role? 100%. The, in 2021, um, my business did... In 2020, my business did you know like 5,000 bucks, 8,000 bucks. 2021, it did like... 15 or 20,000 bucks. 2022, it did about $450,000. Wow. And in that $450,000, um, over 90% of that revenue came directly from TikTok. 
Wow, that is uh, that that's amazing. So I mean, you obviously you work in SaaS anyway, so you're kind of uniquely placed to answer this question about what the opportunity is for for SaaS companies because you have the experience of how SaaS companies work and you have the experience of on TikTok of what works, what doesn't, and how to uh, to to grow your brand. So I'm kind of interested to know what you think. I mean, if you look at the statistics, right? I mean, it's the most downloaded app in the world. It's it's the it, what surprised me actually it was the seventh most only the seventh most used uh, social uh, media app at the moment uh, in the world maybe in the world yeah it's break it down uh, by demographics that'll change right well exactly yeah I, and I, I can't see it staying seventh for uh, for for very long but but also what's important is people think it's kind of looked down on it a little bit TikTok that they think oh it's just a kids app for for dancing and clowning about but um <laughs> yeah. uh, less than half 47 um, or 47 and a half percent of users are under the age of 29 so that leaves a lot of people over the age of 30 now that's that's us data but you know still uh, still very uh, very relevant so clearly for SaaS brands there's an opportunity you've got that level of uh, engagement and interest and, and and activity but what do you consider the opportunities for, for SaaS organizations so this is kind of a big answer here, and I think this is really important. Ten years ago, the SaaS marketing model was, let's create great, in terms of content, let's create great content, we'll gatekeep it to get us leads, we'll send those leads to the sales reps, we'll pitch those people. A few years ago, it shifts. Let's ungate the content, become a thought leader in the industry. People will think we're celebrities and trust us, and then they'll move forward with us. And now, what we're... Uh, but the only way to increase your audience in either of those models is through advertising spending. You could do LinkedIn ads, ads to get to your, to your people to join your webinar. Heck, my first the first things I did, because I came from SaaS, um, was I did like five or six webinars, which was amazing. I got a total of like $300 from it and spent so many hours prepping for it. Oh. Um, advertising funnel has changed. It used to be awareness, engagement, then they buy, then they get the value. But yeah. now it's awareness, engagement, show them the value. And then once they see the value out of using you, then they buy. So the biggest uh, opportunity for SaaS brands is reducing their marketing costs, their advertising costs, by using an en- um, a content distribution engine that pushes content out for you. But the biggest risk to them is advertising is always, in marketing, you know this, you're always stuck between um, your peers and knowledge saying advertise, you should just be creating value for customers and not be about your brand. But then you have the CEO and the head of sales going, where are my leads at? Everything should be about lead generation. So as long as you can get it, the only way to capitalize the cost of capitalizing on the free distribution that TikTok allows of your content is, um, handling the emotional stress of I cannot post about my brand. I just need to create value. And that value may be giving away free value for people who, as a result of that value, don't need to use me. I'm sure I have plenty of folks who don't buy any of my products because they get the value from my TikToks, which is fine because that's the cost of entry to have my content go to hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. You know, in the preparation for for today, I was looking in brands, uh, looking at brands to see who was doing what, who was doing well or, or otherwise. Uh, the first thing I noticed was that uh, I mean there there are plenty of software brands 
using TikTok. The first thing I, I, I recognised was that um, not many of them have more followers than you. So Nobody. <laughs> I had to uh, I had to go to to Adobe, who've got three hundred seventy seven thousand, and and Zoom before. What are you at now? Fifty one, fifty two. So 000? I've got fifty one thousand on my official sales tips and thirty eight thousand on official sales leader tips. I'm sure there's crossover, but I always like to tell myself at night I got ninety thousand followers. What I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, and I actually tell everybody this. Um, there's even brands that I follow. I, I love ClickUp. It's like an app that I use. So I follow mm. ClickUp. I follow HubSpot. I follow User Gems. I follow a couple, a couple Scratchpad. And actually, a good example of how this gets messed up, how important this is that you, I do not believe you should have your brand as your name or even really visible as much as possible. Because the idea of this is to create trust. And once you see the brand, everything they're saying seems like a sponsored ad. And so even mm. if you like their content, it's almost like, if I like your content, I'm a loser. Because I'm like you're you've like pre-packaged this to for me to like you. And that's so like scratchpad sales. I t- reach out to this guy. I'm like, dude, your content is so good. He does like really funny videos, not about his brand, just really funny videos. But it says scratchpad sales on the bottom. And he has like two thousand followers. Mm-hmm. And he's actually done collabs with people who have like literally millions of followers. And it's like no one wants to follow him because they're like, oh, it's probably this gonna try to pitch me product. Where I'm getting, you know, thousands of followers new each month because they're like, this is just a dude who's helping me out. Oh, mm-hmm. and then eventually they go, can you can I buy something from you? So really, SaaS companies take your names off of it. Stop trying to brand stuff. HubSpot too. Like, there's so many. Co- I've seen a couple of companies recently where like they do the funny dancing videos, they do the trending things that are trending, the sounds that are trending, but then it's like about it's like. How amazing it is having this new feature! And you're like, dude, shut up! It's not about that. So, um, that's what that, that's why they're not getting because it's supposed to be a place for us to hang out. And if you do that, it looks like an ad. Yeah, well, and and that's the the interesting point, isn't it? It's, it's authenticity versus production. And one of the common features of brands who seem to be doing well are because they are producing regularly. They're not. They're producing authentic videos. They're not hugely polished highly high production values and, and you can spot them a mile off right i mean i know when i'm scrolling through my fyp um as soon as i see something really glossy you know something in the back of my brain gets says i'm being sold to whether it's a supermarket whether it's a platform of some sort whatever i'm scrolling straight so, through or or instagram or anywhere else and i actually think this is all because of how we grew up like we grew up we like we all got on facebook our generation 07 whatever and everyone just posted every content you know, yeah. you were just like, it's a picture from the weekend because it was really just a place to house your images. Yeah. And then eventually you were like, oh my God, like I look so ugly in that picture. I look so ugly in that picture. Bring in Instagram, brings in Snapchat, brings in the filters. Yeah. And then that's happened for so long now that everybody's reversing and saying, I want authentic TikToks or I want Be Real. You know, the app Be Real. So it's like we're going in the other direction. Um, and I won't be surprised if eventually we get to like very private like only one-to-one social media, if you will, because mm. people will keep reverting back to 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 that. So yes, it's super important. No glossy. You just yeah. see only. Uh, actually, one of the best examples I saw was a, it's actually a digital agency here in London called uh, Grow Digital Agency. And they mm. get tens of thousands of likes every post they do. And seemingly all they do is make videos promote or highlighting and showcasing the particularly grumpy boss uh, that they have completely counterintuitive sure um 
But there's now hundreds. Of th- I've never heard of Grow Digital. I wouldn't have heard of them if they hadn't been on on TikTok. So you know that's uh, there's there's going to be thousands of people uh, just like me. And you kind of hinted at it earlier. And I know that you gave when we talked last week. You gave me some great sort of tips and advice, specifically on how to make the algorithm work for you. Yep. And this this stuff is gold. So. Just walk us through that. Yes. So a couple of tips. If you want to start a TikTok tomorrow morning and you're like, I don't know what to do, here's how you do it. First, give yourself a name that is not like your your brand or whatever. Don't make it too cheesy. Like it could it, it'd be better to just be something easy to remember. So I do official sales tips. You could do whatever. Yeah. Um, the second is make sure that you have at least like 15 videos in your drafts because TikTok is kind of like Google for search, where like Google is going to give your domain a ranking. And if they think your ranking is cool, you get to go to the top of the page. TikTok does the same thing. So if you post like once or once and then a couple days later again, TikTok's like, oh, this guy's not like a, a content creator. I don't want to, we want content creators to create good content. They're not creating a lot of content. Push them down, push them down, push them down. So you want to make sure that every day at minimum, 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 you're posting three times a day. Best times to post like 10, three, and five. That's what the TikTok says. I find for me, the best times to post are like 12, seven, and like 9.30. The next thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you, when you start thinking about your, your, what video should I actually make? um, You're going to want to go look at just like, go to the search bar, type what you do. So I'd be like sales and you see the top videos. And just write down the re- recurring um, formats, hooks, and then write your own content. Here's what here's how you do it. One format I use is I'm in the car. I do this kind of thing. Another format I use is I'm like pretending to put d- dishes away in the kitchen. Don't tell me why that works. It does. <laughs> um, another format that I always say to do, but I never do that I really should is like making coffee where they can actually like see you making coffee. And another format I do pretty often is like a role play where I'll literally be like, I'll be like, like this. This is. I'll be like, hey, why aren't you in the office today? Because I'm, l- I'm late. You can't be late. Like that's literally how I'll do it to show that you're like a different person. So role playing. So those are different formats. The next is the hooks. So people are swiping within the first like one second, two seconds. A couple things to make sure that you do well there. Good audio quality, good video quality, which isn't as as normal as important, but those two things are kind of important. And the third is the hook. The best hooks that work are negative. So as opposed to, hey, here's 10 ways to increase your sales. It'd be like, here's 10 things you're doing wrong that's screwing that, that, that's making you guys lose sales. So using that negative uh, language really works well. And there's like a million different hooks out there. In fact, if you Google, if you TikTok search hooks, there will be there's people whose entire pages are just, these are the hooks that are working. And then the third is just create have like three or four pieces of content. So for example, when I first started, I was like a couple of tips I love giving are to use the phrase one to two, to use the phrase too soon, and to use the phrase assuming that goes well, then what? So what I did was I did one video where I did all three. I did one video where I did one. I did one video where I did two. And so easily 15 videos was created by me doing one where I'm just talking one where I'm putting putting away dishes, one where I'm um, doing the role play. And uh, you kind of see what works because like suddenly one will crush and you'll have no idea why. Um, and one of the reasons people say post a ton on TikTok is 
you will never know which post will go viral. And I cannot agree with that more. I've had two posts go over a million views and both of them I posted like, just like, ah, this is a ply shitty post, post. And then it was like, what the f is going on? And I saw like all my sales and leads and everything going from there. So those are the big things. Um, don't do, don't use sounds. Uh, if you want to boost your posts, but there's a sound um, on it, if you don't have the rights to that sound, it won't let you boost the post. And I have found it, like for me, at least a five to one ROI on boosting my posts. Um, and you want to keep them either below, either around seven seconds, around 13 seconds, uh, or around 30 seconds. If you're like in between there, it just like, the seven second ones are like super quick and easy. The 13 second ones are like, I have a little bit more content to give you. The 30 second ones are like big ones. But if you're in like this 20 second range, it's like, it's not quite big enough, big enough of a topic for me to make it 30, but I'm stretching it at, you know, to make it 17. So like try to get it down in like 13 seconds. And I think lastly, one of the great ways to post is actually do a five second video that's just text. So some of the best performing videos are just text on the screen. And the reason that they're high performing videos is because TikTok is looking at um, likes, shares, comments, followers, but most importantly, um, watch time and completion rate. Yeah. So if they, if your text takes seven seconds to read, but the video you've made only five seconds, it will, the people will inevitably have to rewatch it. So now your video is going to have like one point to 120% completion rate versus yeah. like a 20% completion rate. So they're going to keep pushing it out, pushing it out, pushing it out. So if you're like on Twitter right now, just screenshot your, your posts, put them on, on TikTok with like a video background. If you post a shit ton on a LinkedIn, just copy what you wrote on LinkedIn, put it in text on, on, on TikTok. You're good. Those are some of the major tips. That's uh, that is amazing. There's a lot to uh, unpack there. I, I mean, I think like a lot of people, um, and I'm the same when, you know, we had this conversation last week, there's a little bit of sticker shock when you kind of think, oh, okay, I get the value, you know, I can see this is a great opportunity, but I've got to be producing, what, two or three a day? That is considerable because, you know, I could sit down, write the content, and I'm guessing, and I'm interested if you could share your experience here, that, that eventually it becomes second nature and you get into a rhythm with it and don't sort of tie yourself in knots kind of thinking, What's my next video going to be about? Yeah, so like I think you're you get into the underlying question too of like time and then also how do I come up with the content? So yeah, in the beginning, super stressful. Now, um, so it takes me about five minutes per post, uh, I've realized. Because what I do is I only post typically now in the car, which is like I'm going to wait to daycare to pick my kids up. And I'll just be like, uh, I'll, I'll be in the car like with the phone up like this, like, Okay, what's a conversation I just had with somebody? Yeah. And I'll be like, oh yeah, I just gave that tip to somebody. Okay, hold on. Two things you don't want to make sure you get wrong. Okay, like, hey, what did I say to him? I said this and this and this. This is really important. Hope you get it. Good luck. And like that's my TikTok. Boom, put it down. So that yeah. takes zero time effectively, right? And then at home at some point, whenever I want to post it, it takes me one minute to just go write a very simple comment. Uh, all the advice these days, these days though, are to write your comments like a Google search because people are using TikTok as Google. I do it too. So don't just write like sales tips. Be like, how do I drive more leads? Hashtag sales tips, hashtag leads, hashtag how do I drive leads or whatever. So writing those things out takes two seconds and generating the captions, you literally just 
hit the caption button, it automatically generates them. So a total of five minutes to create, come up with, create, and edit. But in the beginning, what I would recommend is you, you just have like 10 pieces of content deliverable, something you want to say, and just do it with three different hooks, three different, what do you call uh, formats so that you don't have to come up with so much. You're just like, cool, I did that video. How could I do that video as a role play? How could I do that video with um, you making coffee? And that way you don't have to. And then eventually what happens is you kind of get, you get, you get used to it and you start thinking of new things. It's like, as an artist, if you write down, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm an artist, I'm on TikTok. As an <laughs> artist though, like the more you write, the more you write. Yeah. The more you TikTok, the more you go, you know what? That's a cool idea. I'm going to write that for TikTok. Yeah. It's like writing, you know, writing copy, writing, you've got to, you've got to, um, just got to get started. And it's like yeah. turning the, it's like turning the taps on. Once the blinker, you let the is brown like, water pass, person. and then eventually you get lots of clear water coming through and, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. golden. Um, and I'll even say too, I feel like a lot of the time I'm like, um, what I really do is I take a quick TikTok of myself. Um, just like something will pop in my head and I'll be like, the three ways to um, not do that thing that I was just telling Justin not to do, leave it in my drafts. So then when yeah. I'm in the car, I'm like, I'm not inspired or whatever. I'm just like, what was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, boom, content. Well, after we spoke last week, and you know, just to sort of lift the veil here, I've been I've been meaning to jump on TikTok myself, as, as you know. And You had a goal. I, I, your I goal can, was to I create, did. I believe, three videos, put them in your drafts. Well, I, I didn't get to three, but I got to two. And they're sat there in the drafts. And, and we're going to show them live today. Roll the <laughs> It's the uh, the premiere of my uh, my, my inaugural TikTok. Yeah, yep. it's, uh, it, but it's funny because even after that conversation and getting into that uh, that mode of thinking about, you know, what can I post about? You do it. Uh, you know, no. we've had snow in the UK recently. So now I'm thinking, oh, I should go out. Snow will make a great backdrop to record a... Uh, uh, yes, a, a, a you see it. For, yeah, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking visually as uh, as, as well. Um, totally. One one of the things I also be interested in your thoughts on as well is is hashtags. You mentioned it um, a, a moment ago, and yeah. sometimes when I'm looking at TikToks and I look at the hashtags, they seem you know so they can be quite random. So, what's your approach to to, to using hashtags? I I don't think that they're. I do not believe hashtags matter that much. On TikTok, I believe that because of the comments and them having like auto-generated comments, um, what matters more is your con- comment, you, you know, whatever your your caption in terms of like the text that you're writing, and the the captions of your actual videos, like what you're actually saying. Because, um, like I said a minute ago too, I use TikTok to search over Google at 37, and the reason I do is because it's so much more efficient. I had a sinus and sinus, my sinuses were super congested. I went to Google and it's like all these pages that take forever to load. WebMDs telling me like, yeah, here's why your sinuses are trying to find like where on the screen is it? I yeah. go to TikTok. I'm just like sinus relief trick. And I watch like 15 videos in like 30 seconds. And I see a couple that kind of repeat themselves. And I'm like, okay, cool. Got it. And I have the video of it. I don't have to like, what does he, what does he mean? Good. Now I got to go to YouTube and watch a 30 minute video. So but none of those videos is it like hashtag how to relieve sinus pressure. But in like all of those videos, it's like trick to relieve sinus pressure is like just the, the text and the captions um, of the video say that too. So I actually do not believe captions matter. I have tried, I started out with a ton of captions, t- sorry, ha- hashtags matter. I started out with a bunch of hashtags. The 
only thing that I have still kind of consistently done almost as like a safety net is I use hashtag um, like best sales coach, hashtag best fractional VP, hashtag best fractional VP in Boston, hashtag best sales coach in Boston. Because I think that as, it, like if you do Google, like if you go to Google and you type in hashtag best sales coach, I'm going to come up. My TikTok will come up on the first page of Google. Yeah. But no one's really searching with hashtags in Google. You know, you just search text. So mm. I'm kind of like putting it as the hashtags in there so that should that change in some future, I'll have this like collection of all these videos that should come up. It, that's um, a really novel way of thinking about uh, how to use uh, TikTok because you're right. You can get to the content you want so much quicker. And again, for brands, you're putting the messages out and the content out there that they want, make it so much more discoverable for an, an alternative to LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn is kind of the de facto destination for brands that's kind of post their content and message and links and blah, blah, blah. And... You know, I've got to be honest, I really struggle with LinkedIn. Um, because LinkedIn you've got has gone the opposite direction. Through. LinkedIn yeah. is like, how do we make long form content? And everyone's like, I was on a bus one day, open. Yeah. And you're it, like, this takes forever to read and go through. And like, do I even give a shit? We're like, within yeah. two seconds, you can know if it's worth your time in TikTok. Yeah. Well, you, you know, with TikTok, the algorithm has already worked out for you. Oh, hang on. He likes this content. I'll yeah, give you, him you more. definitely want this. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's 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 the entire opposite. So, you know, another reason if another was needed to uh, to get on board with TikTok. Um, so, I mean, you, you've mentioned a couple already. We're talking about common mistakes that you see individuals or brands use. Um, are there any more that you want to reference you've already talked yeah, about so um, the inverse content. of a few things that i've said too right but i think yeah. that to like bold and underline a few of these things talking about your brand is a huge no-no anything that's inauthentic is a huge no-no i've seen brands go this is this is more important one of the mistakes that brands make is they use tiktok how they think tiktok needs to be and they don't index enough how, what their what their goal is. So like Scratchpad sales, they're on TikTok. They're doing all the TikTok trends using all the TikTok sounds. Like by all accounts, they should be crushing it. But they're not going to generate any sales off it because if you're doing just a humorous thing, there's no there's a huge gap between like I like you and I want to buy your product. Where for someone like me, because I've nailed it and I'm perfect in every single way, obviously, I'm like here's value, which you're like oh how do I get more of that. How do we get more of that value? And you go into my bio and you go, oh, I could buy a product. I can talk to them. Or even um, telling what my process is uh, to say, I'm not talking about my brand, but I might be like, here's the five ways that that uh, I've helped that, that I recommend somebody um, start an outbound program. And I'll just say what I do for my clients. So they're like, that sounds awesome. How do I learn more about that? So on TikTok, you, you need to sort of decide, are we going to go fun and funny to create a an audience of people that just think we're fun and funny and like our brand? Or is the ultimate goal to be a thought leader and to drive leads? And if that's the case, then you need to, you need to have about 20% funny to keep everybody engaged and about 80% um, value. So somebody can get value from that and go, I want to get more value. And where do I find more value? Yeah, that's right. It's got to be working in because I, I guess you don't. Also, the the other part of it is you don't want to be putting you don't brands don't want to be putting all their eggs in one basket. These things are going to work in constant with the other other channels as well. You know, this is very much top of the funnel kind of uh, activity to get uh, to get people. Uh, it can people be engaged. so like I would say like scratchpad sales is top of the funnel. We're funny, 
like stuff that's top of the funnel for me. Yeah, I'm kind of mid funnel here where I'm like, here's the value that I provide my customers who come and talk to me that you can now take and you can do it by yourself. Yeah, and they go, okay, well, I'm now going to sort of go hop down to to your next bit, um, to to your next value you have. Now, this is unrelated, but I think it's important. We didn't put it in the questions, but there's a, what's important to know is how TikTok works. And there's two components to this. The first, I think most people know, which is the reason that TikTok is such a big tool is because of its distribution. You post, it sends it to 100, 200 people. If they like it, whatever, more people, rinse, repeat, and we get more and more. But what we don't, what you maybe don't know is that it does the exact opposite to your followers. So normally you would think if you follow somebody, you see their content. No, no, no. If you follow somebody, you see a ton of their content for like three, four days. And then it slowly reduces the content. So when you think about like a typical marketing funnel, length of time in there would indicate like we're adding value in all these places and they're loving us more and more. They've been in the funnel a thousand times or a thousand years. We actually want them in and out of the funnel as fast as humanly possible. Yeah. So if they're not converting to go to your website or whatever else um, in the first week, they may not ever do it. So the other thing, so one is like that just important to know, but two is when you're creating content and I've, I still fall trapped to this, we think we have to keep creating more content when you could basically do the same 20 videos and just repost them because no one's going to see them. They're gonna see the they're gonna see the first nineteen and go wow nineteen different videos this guy's awesome and they'll never see your videos again mm. and the next person will come in and be like whoa nineteen new videos this is awesome so you don't need to create like a ton of content I have because I'm stupid but you don't have to is there a pressure to because uh, I'd imagine you get into a cycle right you're producing content you're getting traction you're getting likes engagement leads are coming through the website etc etc but there's a pressure right you've got to keep producing so is that a possible a potential solution can you if you were to stop tomorrow are you going to see an immediate uh, yes if I were to stop tomorrow <laughs> leads are immediately going to go down yeah if, if I were to stop tomorrow uh, immediately leads will go down also similar to that domain stuff I was talking about earlier it, uh, there was like a week or two where I just sort of like would post once a day or even less than once a day. I was on vacation. And then I found it took me like a month to get my views back up. Like TikTok, even in the week or two was like, oh, this creator kind of sucks now. Yeah. It started like not sending my stuff to everybody. So you got to keep posting for sure. There definitely is a pressure. A solution of it can absolutely be just reposting your content. I use... Um, by the way, I think this is important to know. How do you take TikTok but magnify it? You use repurpose.io, and what you what you do is you just link up like your TikTok, your YouTube, your Instagram, your whatever, your Google Drive, and um, every time that you post on TikTok, like right now when I post on TikTok, automatically the watermark that says TikTok is removed. It's saved to my Google Drive into a certain folder. It's posted to Instagram Reels. It's posted to Instagram Feed. It's posted to YouTube Shorts. And then I think you could even have it transcribed um, as well. So, or I have mine transcribed by a human and then I have that human post on LinkedIn. So one five minute thing is going to like six platforms. And now I'm with hundreds and hundreds of videos at this point. I'm, I have my virtual assistant, what I just told this morning, I'm like, hey, can you start? I actually told her, can you create a new TikTok account and repost my content as well as other people's content so that, as opposed to being like the Mike Manzi brand posting Mike Manzi stuff to which people are like, I already follow this guy um, or I've seen him. I don't like him or whatever. Post it as like sales talk 
and just post my stuff, post other people's stuff, post anybody's stuff. And then they'll be like, oh, this guy Mike's awesome. And she's literally going to pull the stuff out of my Google Drive. Um, and then if I go on vacation or anything, I will 100% just be like rinsing and repeating stuff from my Google Drive and putting it in yeah. 100%. Working smart, not hard. Brilliant. Well, Mike, it's it's really been fascinating. And I was thinking actually, and I think even more so now, we've, we've had the conversation, um, you know, given the size and the opportunity that, that TikTok presents and also how it's going to change as more totally. and more brands jump on. You I know, know they're going to go e-commerce right now. They, that's how they do it in China. It's more of an e-commerce yeah. play. So we're going to have that coming in for sure. Yeah, I, I think it may well be that in, in six or 12 months time, we need a part two to A, review my fledgling TikTok career, which will no doubt be uh, up and running and know whether I can aim to to get your, your level of uh, followers. But uh, it's uh, but but also to sort of track where TikTok is uh, at that point in time, because uh, things are going to move. We're going to see more brands on there uh, doing different things and no doubt following uh, your advice as well. Yeah, absolutely. If I could leave you with, with something, it would just be like, I've talked to probably now like a dozen people who have asked me about TikTok and they're trying to 20, young, young 20, 20 year old kids who are like, Hey, I, I do sales. How do I, how do I grow? And yeah. they're like, you're incredible. I could never do. And I tell them all like, listen, in the first month, if you don't have a thousand followers, get rid of your account, start an entirely new account because TikTok is now going to see your account and go, you're a loser. Yeah. And, but I can almost guarantee that you'll have like 10,000 followers within four or five months because TikTok wants more and more content creators. So they like, if you're new, they put your stuff everywhere. So if I can give you some unwarranted confidence, it's you could in by March of next year, you could have eight to 10,000 followers as long as you're not a complete loser. Like I think it's much easier than you think to make good content and get 10,000 followers on there. Yeah. Yeah. Go for um, it. The uh, the famous saying, if you want to make something happen, make something. And that's yeah, yeah, uh, true. true when it comes to TikTok. Mike, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for uh, for, for your time. Farewell. And, uh, we'll speak, to you, speak to you again soon. Talk then. So that was Mike Manzi. My thanks go to him for taking the time to speak with me and sharing his insights. I've worked with Mike. He's got a great energy to him, and that also comes across in his videos, which you can find on TikTok. His handle is Official Sales Tips. Website is officialsalestips.com. And as I mentioned at the start, he was kind enough to put together a document which really puts into black and white a lot of the things that we were talking about and provides you that roadmap to building the healthy following on TikTok. So I'm very grateful to him for that. Thanks for joining us. We'll speak to you again soon.